Do you want to fight? No, not Okay, really. yeah, I'm no, a, me either. I'm I was a lever. just kidding. I'm a obviously. lever. I'd rather snuggle. Oh, okay. You have great boobs. Oh, thanks. <laughs> wow. All right. Thank you for listening. To New York <laughs> From the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. You know, I couldn't help but notice that you've got an enormous cock. It's a gigantic so out of the feminine blue. cock. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, well, Christian women take it in the ass a lot because they think that that doesn't count. Have you heard the term mansplaining? No, I have not. That's something that women say about men. Like, I'm going to explain basically, this. Basically, when they lie. <laughs> let me just let me just yeah, let me just inform you. Can you get a close up of me while I do this? Yes. Well, let me tell you about mansplaining. <laughs> you were born in Chicago. I was. And you uh, spent some time in Tennessee. You you spent some childhood in Tennessee. I did, yeah. Yeah, where where in Tennessee? Um, the I guess the Tri Cities region near Knoxville, Johnson City, Northeast Appalachian Mountain area. Yeah, yeah, I know that area. I um, Very nice. I grew up in uh, Tennessee. Oh. You know, which is <laughs> I said it like it was the capital. Mm-hmm. It's uh, what years were you there? Gosh, I was there until I was like 13, 14, and then I moved to uh, Chicago for my 15th birthday. Okay. So I finished high school there. For your for your fifteenth birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Mia Isabella, uh, you know her from uh, Sons of Anarchy, and uh, if you're into video games, hers was the sexy prostitute voice in Grand Theft Auto V. Mia Isabella uh, performs the voice of uh, prostitute number one. Yes, that's pretty cool. <laughs> it was actually really cool. I was kind of nervous because I had never you know done something of that magnitude, but sure. they were super super amazing and. It was easy. I and did it in like 45 minutes. Like, I don't know how many lines. It was hundreds and hundreds, but we did them like that. Well, you know, I, 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 it says 900 line script. Is yeah, I think it was. It was nine. 900 lines. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, very talk. And, <laughs> and, and uh, do you remember any of the lines? No. Okay, because uh, I, I did look at some of the videos that you can find on YouTube of... I'm definitely not repeating that. Lines. <laughs> Darn it! Well, you know, maybe later. I, I, I wasn't blushing. gonna. I wasn't gonna put you on the spot. They had me blushing. I was like, I don't say stuff like that. This was essentially the scene where you get into the car and then you. Uh, yeah, I, I was trying to figure out which one you were. I think I had it. I you think hear I that could tell. Tennessee twang. You'll know it's me. Exactly, mm-hmm. sugar. You call him sugar, sugar. Yeah. <laughs> Tennessee twang. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know that's gonna be around forever too. Of course. Yeah, the video game lasts and lasts. Yeah. Not that the rest of your stuff won't last and last. It definitely will no, last it was just, and last. It was really cool because I think I'm the first trans to ever have a video game character. So that's kind of, uh, what is that? What do they call those things? A pioneer, <laughs> I guess. Uh, does, is that important to you? Yeah, I mean, that's really why I wanted to do the project, too, so I could let other, you know, trans girl knows that they could do stuff like that. But uh, it, it, let's talk about this. Uh, here's an interesting story that happened here. I, I, was, I don't know if you have any interest in talking about this. It really made me laugh. In, in uh, Rockland County, a woman's softball coach at a Christian college accused of licking, touching, and groping players, which I think is about motivation. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Talent might win a game and hard work might get you to the playoffs, but you don't want win, if you want to win a championship, you've got to be willing to put your tongue on your on your team. <laughs> a 44-year-old Kurt Ludwigson, Ludwigson, a former coach of the Nyack Warriors, indicted by Rockland County Grand Jury, 94 counts of forcible touching, 94 counts of sexual abuse, 7 wow. counts of coercion. This guy had his hands all over these girls. Uh, allow me to explain these charges. Fucking lesbians, right? Jesus Christ. Huh? <laughs> it's satire. Well, of course. Uh. I mean, you know, you can't blame the victim. 
But there's three uh, bombshell lawsuits. This guy's getting sued now. Ludwigson uh, would routinely, uh, they charge, slap their butts, grab their breasts, and make them sit on his lap. Well, you could hardly expect better treatment if these women were his wife and daughters. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) According to the Manhattan federal court lawsuit, the coach punished a pitcher after losing a game, saying, I am going to ear fuck you. This is your punishment. You're going to stand here and take it. Ludwigson then began to lick her ear, and when she tried to pull away, Ludwigson held held her tighter and said, stop moving. I told you that you're going to stand here and take it. Oh, wow. Well, I think every successful manager knows you have to communicate clear expectations. Oh, my God. As a high school? It's a college. Christian college. These girls Christian. are in their 20s. That's, what, that's, uh, that's where all the problems deal. are coming from. Okay. Yeah. You think... You think it's a Christian? I was going to say, if it's high school, he wouldn't have had to worry about getting indicted because it's my family who would have got his ass whooped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Instead Somet- of beating him outside. Sometimes a direct route to justice is the best, you there know? There you go. I mean, because uh, you get into the, uh, you know, teachers can't even get fired anymore, you know, because of their, uh, what do you call it? Anybody what do they get, call that thing? Anybody can get Tenure. their ass whooped. Tenure, yeah. Anybody can get their ass whooped. That's right. They can get right. Their have you ever kicked whooped. someone's ass? Yeah. Oh. I think so. Okay. I have never done that. I don't think I've ever been successful at it. Do you want to fight? No, no. Okay, yeah, no, me either. I was just kidding. I'm a lover. I'd rather snuggle. Okay. You have great boobs. Oh, thanks. (laughs) Wow. All right. Thank you for listening. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, uh, you know, truth be told, I wouldn't be surprised if this pitcher didn't throw this game just so she could get that ear fucking. Oh my. Oh my. Is it is that a possibility? Oh, Pat. look at that age, and like you said, Christian, especially Christian women, uh, they have a sexual curiosity that lasts well, and it's in their early twenties because they didn't get any answers. You know what I mean? Well, Christian women take it in the ass a lot because they think that that doesn't count. At least I've all the that, like, all girls. the Catholic whores that I knew, yeah, yeah, okay. Really, the anal doesn't count? No, anal doesn't count. Wow, that's ladies, <laughs> I said it right away. Like, Mm-mm. just nope. like in, I mean, in in real life, anal doesn't count. <laughs> no, real I'm a virgin. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god. Yeah, you're totally a virgin. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's amazing. Here's where I'm I looking think for a new husband. Here's where I think <laughs> <laughs> where I think butter crud is coming for here. I, I I want an adjective. The more I thought about this, the more I was thinking. I'm just having trouble coming up with an analogy for mm-hmm. what these women are like. You know, because of the Christian young women. I think that women are like they're more than anything. And this is this is not going to go over, but they're like farm animals. Oh wow! Oh yeah, sure, yeah. You know? I see you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't see how anyone could take offense at that. <laughs> well, no, I mean, that's, that's, yeah, but uh, <laughs> well, yeah, I'm sorry. We're talking like George Orwell Animal Farm. That's where you're going. Exactly. With the metaphor, right? Exactly. Yeah. They're they're okay. like they're like farm animals that have learned to walk around on two legs, and and they just don't. Uh, they haven't sucked a lot of dick yet. Oh my. <laughs> Did you have um, a stroke while you were writing these jokes? I did. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm definitely over having one myself. Like, oh my god, what did I get into? Oh boy, yes, I did. This, this, uh, what do you think of this Ludwigson here, though? I mean, he said this sounds like the man of your dreams. Oh my god, you're like an such. Idiot. If somebody a... tells you to leave them the fuck alone, you leave them alone. Yeah, I mean, see, there's a difference between. How do you get 94 accounts, though? Like 94 accounts. That sounds like a setup. Pat is using personal knowledge he has of me and creepy, (laughs) you know, creepy, creepy, like my secret garden style fantasies, which is a classic tome of feminist sexual fantasy literature. You're the one that's bringing all this out. You know what I mean? A lot of women are turned on by creepy shit in 
the fantasy life bedroom as a means of dealing with patriarchal society. It does not mean that you want to be earfucked by your college Christian <laughs> coach. Not even by this guy here, though. I mean, look at this guy. He In real a, life? No, of a, course he's not. A, uh, he's a handsome he devil. Like a serial killer. Yeah. <laughs> He like Just legitimately like, looks like a serial killer. Would I jerk it to the idea of that guy molesting me? Yes. Is that because I am a deeply damaged individual? Maybe. Ex- extremely yes. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> I think that... Uh, that no. But no, he's awful. I mean, ugh. But here's what he did try to do is instill in these women a sense of possibility with their lives, you oh, know? Oh, God, Pat. Look, he had this porn actress come, uh, Allie Hayes, and uh, and she came and, and, and uh, it sounds as if um, she was trying to teach them that they could like monetize themselves. They could they could live productive lives and, and try to like think outside the box a little bit. I he, didn't I didn't see anything, brought, but they were very <laughs> upset with it. They didn't like that they, that well, even brought that, her there. I a, thought it was it's a stigmatizing. A Christian school. Yeah. So using a porn star as an idea to repres,ent their, their I think imagery would probably not be the best idea. But what would going But for. what would Jesus do? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, Jesus was he always the horse. he was friends with the prostitutes. He even. loved the horse. Yeah. Yeah, he loved the horse. Yeah. Jesus yeah, I think man. Jesus brought in. By the way, I never talk about stuff like this. <laughs> I never do politics or religion, so this is new for me. Oh yeah. Jesus brought in Mary Magdalene to a softball team right. to uh, the, the motivate and inspire them. Yeah, with uh, uh, Mary Magdalene oh, was who was in Secretary's Day Four and Lesbians Unchained. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, it says here he had her advise the players during a practice and also required the entire team <laughs> to attend a Q and A session uh, at the coach's home. I guess that could be seen as a little out of bounds. To come to the coach's uh, home yeah <laughs> yeah that's a little creepy yeah. that's where i kind of go okay oh my god you got a point uh, your I, character is impeccable pat thank you nyack college markets itself as new york's new york's christian college uh even though he admitted that he was certainly not a not a typical christian coach that's wow yeah well they got a new guy now and he looks very christian he looks very boring and i'm sure he's not going to have his hands tongue or uh, anything else on these uh, on these poor girls I hope who, that they uh, get millions from that motherfucker. And I want to clarify my. He's a softball my pr- coach. I want to clear no my money. I want to clear. <laughs> he has nothing. Did you? I showed you the picture, right? Yeah. He okay, so no I want to clarify my previous statement, which is that her, this guy is maybe. even too dark for my fucked up, twisted fantasies. <laughs> you know, my my fake. I don't do broke, so that's just that's super dark. Okay. For me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you're yeah. broke, I'm super turned off. That's a nightmare. That's really? A nightmare. That's what you... No, I'm just joking. Oh. <laughs> I don't think I'd be running around with the softball coach. Uh, you now are retired from porn. I've been retired for a couple of years now. How do you like it? I didn't it? tell people that I was retired for like the whole first year that I was retired. <laughs> and then I think I got drunk on New Year's one night. And I'm just like, oh, fuck it. And I went on Twitter. I'm like, you guys are silly. I've been retired for... Almost a year, so yeah. it's been a couple of years now. Okay, so it wasn't like a big announcement that you. Uh, I didn't make a big deal of it, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. my site is still active, and my I still have a lot of members and stuff like that. Sure, yeah, you want people to still keep watching and everything. You <laughs> just don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> Why did you retire? Uh, I accomplished pretty much everything I wanted to do in that world and more, and it was just kind of like, well, there wasn't a, a challenge in it for me any longer, mm-hmm. and um, I needed something different to challenge me, to inspire me. Yeah, like like doing video games and like Sons of Anarchy. Right. And uh, and 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 uh, what else is going on? Any any uh, what, what, how, how do you fill the time? Um, well, I did a t-shirt um, project, a t-shirt line with propane clothing um, mm-hmm. to raise awareness for the trans youth. I want to do a, a trans youth scholarship fund that I... Uh, Initially started talking about probably 
maybe a year or so or more uh, on August McLaughlin's um, show because I did an interview with a young trans girl who became the first homecoming queen in her high school as, as a trans person and it inspired me to want to do a trans youth scholarship for young trans people that are um, showing excellence in education i think education is super important i'm very educated myself uh-huh. um, so we did a t-shirt line with profane clothing to um, begin this scholarship fund that i want to create and we were working on my book um, before a lot of stuff just happened recently and that project uh, will also once we get a new publisher will um, use about 10 20 percent of the profits to begin this scholarship fund that I'd like to do. That's awesome. And now you uh, and the scholarship will be uh, strictly for a trans uh, recipient. And, and what are yes. the rest of the requirements? Well, I, the ones that are showing, uh, you know, excellence in educational systems that are uh, not living the stereotypes that are actually out there succeeding and uh, breaking ground and, and stereotype. You, you mean like trans uh, stereotypes? Yes, of course. What would they uh, what, what are See, I'm not. I'm, I think they make it seem as if um, I mean, there obviously is a lot of uh, difficulties that you deal with in every atmosphere, whether it's job or school with mm-hmm. being trans, a lot of them. Um, and I just like to see people are doing, you know, great stuff, making it a sense of normalcy. And um, I want to be able to help them succeed i i don't even know if i know what a trans uh, stereotype is though there's a lot yeah well, well what would wh- well, I, mean, I mean a lot of them not even just stereotypes in general it's just the difficulties that they face in any kind of structural systems like school systems and work oh yeah yeah i, I noticed that sometimes there'll be a like a bathroom dispute I, I i know about that i dealt with that when i was super young i worked for the verizon corporation and uh, they didn't have uh, dual bathrooms at that point in time and i had to uh you know make a little bit of a fuss uh, but they they actually rectified it right away. So yeah, that was de- definitely a, something that they deal with bathroom yeah. issues and such, and bullying, of course, and you know that kind of thing. But ones that are making um, way in education and and stuff and beyond those, I want to help support them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I couldn't mm-hmm. help but notice that you've got an enormous cock, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, <laughs> it's uh, so out of the blue. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I was, uh, I was, wow, that is gigantic. And, uh, and, and is that important uh, it to, as far as like when you were doing uh, porn, did that help you get a lot of work? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, you know, I, I sound like the squarest the person in the world. In the world. So. One of the biggest in the world? Yeah. Or if not the. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, well, what, what is that? Uh, how much does it weigh? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they, they should do it by weight. <laughs> I have no idea. People usually do it by girth and everything. <laughs> I have a scale. I mean, I'm not serious. <laughs> <laughs> News horror Mandy Stabler has a scale. We, should mean, we, we, we could all do it, you know. You measure, just measure. We could measure. Yeah, anyway, I was just trying You're to not make gonna do that. feel comfortable. No. <laughs> I, we, I, I feel comfortable. Weigh it. Can I ask a question? Yeah, I want you to. Um, can you hold this, Lainey? Um, so, uh, I was wondering, um, who's your favorite Kardashian? You know, I got asked that the other day. <laughs> <clears throat> I actually didn't, I never had a favorite. Okay. Um, cause I don't actually watch television at all. Um, but the one that I actually begin to like now is Kendall because I, I have a fashion degree. I went to school in Paris. I was very heavily a part of the fashion world and I like her legitimacy that she's building with her brand and she just seems actually really cool and level headed. So she'd be my favorite if I had to pick one. You know, I, I don't even think I can name one other than Kanye. You know? 
It's, well, I asked that because that was my passive aggressive way of trying to get you to talk about tabloid rumors. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely something interesting for sure. Yeah. So do you want to talk about tabloid rumors? You can. Um, so what's the what's the one sentence um, sum up of of all that? Did, did you? Uh, well, anyway, I'll ask you after. Well, you know, we could, so we could discuss it. You can you you, it. Uh, you you dated a, a rapper named Tyga. I did. And uh, and you guys were friends for a long time, we and then that became like more than a friendship after you got single. Was that from your? Were you married? I was engaged for about three and a half years. You were engaged, and what happened to the engagement? Um, he was a psychopath, <laughs> <laughs> so I had to step away from that a little bit. Um, and we were off and on during the relationship that I had also with Tiger. So me and my ex were off and on. He knew about him as well. It wasn't a secret. Yeah. Um, I didn't hide anything from him. He knew yeah. all about him. Yeah, so. Is he still like uh, in the picture? My ex-fiance? Yeah, the, the psychopath. No. It, 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 so he's not around being psycho. No. That's the worst. Did you have to get an order of protection or anything? No. Oh, okay. Did it get violent? We had a we had a, a bit of those, yeah, volatile kind of relationship. Yeah. Those kind of relationships you hear about, like rock stars and their wives, and mm -hmm. it comes out years later. Yeah, that's, I'll talk about that one day for sure in depth. But Th that'll, be, that'll be for the memoir. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I had a situation like that myself. I was nearly shot outside of an international house of pancakes down in Chattanooga. Uh, right there on Brainerd Road, uh, nine millimeter, and she was a redhead, you know. But that'll go in mine. That'll go in mine too. Uh, so I know what it's like. You know, you really want to like um, avoid people who just create more drama than they. Uh, and and uh, you can really waste a lot of time on people like that. Yeah. And so the and and so with Tyga, did you find that uh, the relationship worked? Um, with him and I, I think we were both like the calm to each other's storms. You know, he obviously lives a very um, he's an entertainer, so uh, having that whole wild world that you deal with, traveling, touring, thousands of people screaming for you, mm -hmm. I was a sense of normalcy and calm, oddly enough, being what I'm, my sexuality is, but um, <laughs> I was a sense of like normalcy and calm, and I'm a super low-key housewife kind of chick, so wow. I was always like the peace and quiet that he needed, and that's why our friendship was really close. That's a wonderful thing to have in life, somebody that really is, uh, you know, the, like, a, like a good center. And, and I understood who he really, really is. And I understood his um, sense of uh, desires. And I, I was one of the only people that wouldn't judge him, obviously, for who he is and, and what he is. Yeah. Well, well I mean, uh, how does that differ from the way the public might perceive him? Um, or is that too personal? I don't want to... I, wanna, I, don't I wanna... really can't answer that for him because yeah. only he knows how his, his image is portrayed. So. I totally get it. And so uh, now you... He was... Was he seeing... Uh, who was he seeing at the time? He had sort of a... <laughs> There was sort of a, a problem with uh, possibly some cheating and so you know it, it's amazing to me that that it, every relationship is it, it seems like there's a cheat someplace in it. I think guys are guys are naturally going to do that at some point, regardless. And you know, you either stick by him and realize that he's human and makes mistakes, or you don't. Yeah. You know. <laughs> and and but this was a this was a famous a Kendall. Uh, no, it was Kylie. Kylie, how about that? <laughs> Kylie Kylie Jenner. Yeah, right? the youngest. The youngest. Yeah, and so. Um, you I didn't were, know about her. At you all. didn't. Oh, you didn't know. No, I think people. That was the odd thing for me is people are just like, oh, she obviously must have known. First of all, I don't watch television, um, so I don't pay attention to gossip rumors. And she was underage at the time, so I wouldn't have believed it anyway. Um, and no <laughs> guy's gonna come in to hang out with you and then talk about another chick with you when he's laying up with you. That just doesn't make sense. Yeah, that. Yeah, they don't. That's they don't lead with that. Yeah, <laughs> that's the fun's that over been, if you that do that. Be, right. Go home. Yeah. 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 So uh, <laughs> it, and and then you 
the, some I guess some pictures came out uh, somehow or another. Somebody was uh, mm-hmm. somebody hacked your account. And, well, no, I, I was told from his lawyers mm-hmm. and um, from the media. Cause I, I saw what everybody else saw in the media. The statement from his lawyer said that his pictures were hacked from you know, like an iCloud similar situation. So they were taken from him. Oh, for crying That's out what loud. his attorney and counsel told the public. So oh, okay. I found that all the people thought that you know I was doing something shady. But the first thing that came out of his attorney's mouth was that his images were sent to someone else not me mm-hmm. and that it was hacked from him okay now those texts were real mm-hmm. uh, and they're quite pg-13 compared to the real conversations um <laughs> excuse me the can you tell us the real conversations i'd rather not right now i think it was some sexting well what about if i told you a secret and then you <laughs> like, told tell you a secret, secret. you're telling me a secret <laughs> i just told you a secret that was real but can you give like one sentence example of it? Just one sentence. I'm not going to read through those texts. Oh, uh-uh. No, well, no, no. Yeah. D- w- w- did you have a larger penis than Tyga? I think we're he's he's got more girth than me. That probably meant a lot to him. <laughs> he's got a lot more girth than me. He's actually quite large. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, you heard it here. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, you know, you started uh, doing porn at 19, mm-hmm. which you mentioned that uh, that she was underage. Uh, 19, you can't even buy a drink at 19. Oh, um, trust me, I was buying drinks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was traveling all over the world. No one was IDing me at a five-star hotel. And so, um, as you started off, do you, do you look back and think, man, because when I look, I, I was married when I was 20. Mm-hmm. And so I go, was I. And I go, Jesus, that was young to be married. Mm-hmm. And I think, do you look back and go, wow, 19 seems young to start doing porn? No, I mean, I was pretty, I was actually incredibly well-rounded. I uh, was educated. I went to school in Paris and studied and got my, my uh, merchandising and marketing degree. And um, I had a corporate job before then at the Verizon Corporation. I was going to nursing school before that. So doing porn was kind of like a way to shock my family because I was living such a straight-edged, normal life. I just thought to myself, i got to do something mm. wild to shock these people. Like I was just doing everything they wanted me to do, and I just felt like I wanted to rebel a little bit. So it was kind of my way to rebel. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't like a career choice. I just did it just because I thought it would be funny to shock them because I had told my mother I was going to do it when I was like 18 or something. And she's like, oh, yeah, right. You're not doing anything like that because she's quite wild herself. So she's like, you, you're not going to do anything like that. You're not like me. I'm like, OK. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> not like me. Did she do porn as well? Oh, no. But she was quite wild. My oh. mom was a rock star. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Was she a musician? or No, she's just a rock star lifestyle. She's just a rock star lifestyle. Yeah, she definitely did. That's, uh, that must be nice. Yeah. My parents were really boring. <laughs> yeah. I can't say I had the same experience. Not not all exciting like me, you know? <laughs> <laughs> how many, how many uh, three ways um, does it take to qualify as having a rock star level lifestyle? I don't know. Okay. I think I've had one, maybe two in my life. I was talking about your mom, which I mean, I that sounds you, like a joke. I but. Even, <laughs> I'm talking about your mom. I couldn't tell you. She'd have to give you the interview herself, and I'm sure I would never want her on the radio because she would say way too much. Is she in Chicago now or Tennessee? No, she's in Tennessee. Oh, wow. What that, would that, she that, say? Give us Valerian. one sentence. You'd have, to, you'd have to hear what's from her. What's with the one, with the one sentence that you keep asking for? <laughs> I'd have to call in and like, Mom, tell him something. <laughs> so your first... Uh, <laughs> Your first film uh, that I uh, do. You, do you know what it is? My first film. I was cast by Yasmin Lee, who was in Hangover Two, who was a good friend of mine, and it was uh, T Girls Three from Anabolic. T Girls Three. Yes, she was a producer of that line. And they, and you have uh, and, and I, I looked at the cast. Uh, you have Courtney Cox, Kayla Cox, and Nikita Cox. 
Right. A lot of cocks. You're the only one not named cock. Right. With the biggest cock. And with the biggest cock. <laughs> I guess when you got it, you don't have to, you know, uh, you, don't <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to put it in your damn name. <laughs> it's three different spellings. Uh, C-O-K-K-S, C-O-X-X. And then the, the next one, I think, was just for this particular one because there's already two coxes. It was uh, C-O-X-X-X-S. Uh, now, uh, Interesting. <laughs> I thought, yeah, it's it's a tidbit, you know, but I thought it was uh, worthy. Now, when you, uh, how many scenes did you have in that? In that film? In that film, yeah. Um, oddly enough, they tricked me. <laughs> they told me <laughs> I was coming in to just do the, the photo shoot for the packaging. Mm-hmm. And I obviously didn't know anything about the porn world. So I thought, oh, I'm getting flown out just to be a model. How, how fun. <laughs> um, and then, of course, I get there and they write me a check. They're like, we would like you to star in this movie. And we want you to do two scenes. And uh, here's the number, and they slipped in the check, and I was like, oh, fuck. How many zeros on the check? Oh, back then, porn was paying a lot. It was paying a lot. How many zeros on the check? There must have been at least, well, it was only like three zeros, but it was like a high <laughs> number for, per scene, you know what I mean? Yeah. Per scene, they're not paying people per scene that much money anymore. we pay for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, three. There's just no other number in front of it. It's yeah, just three zeros. I was getting 3,000. <laughs> they were giving me 3,000 per scene. So, I mean, it was, it was good for back then. You know, they weren't paying people that for a very long time. But in the beginning, people were paying a lot of money and you could get pretty good deals and contracts back then. Oh, my God. Not now. <laughs> Now what? Uh, now why? Why not? Once the recession happened, I think the entire porn industry was just like, "Oh yeah, let's use that excuses. We don't. We don't have the kind of money." Even though porn was probably quadrupling in profits, because anytime there's a recession, alcohol and sex services are always the most the things that raise. So they're making bank and cutting you guys out. I, I believe that was the case. You know that sucks. But I had my own site, so I was good. Oh, I see. That's the deal. Yeah. That's the same thing. It's comedy is similar. You know, the the recession <laughs> killed it. It killed it. Why it isn't there it. a bailout for porn, porn during the know. recession? I don't know. No Too big to fail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Too hot to fail. You've made uh, twenty six now. Is that right? You you made twenty six films. Do you think you might ever come out of retirement? I I don't know. I mean, like I said, I, I just really took a break and I just considered it retirement because I had no interest at that, uh, you know, at that time to film anymore. Yeah, but but it just seems like you, you, you still would have a lot of, of years left I will, in you. I will, pro- I'll keep my site active. My site will continue to run. Uh-huh. But I retired from working for anyone else. And how can people find your site just to make sure that... Mia-Isabella.com. Mia-Isabella.com. And Isabella spelled with two S's. No, one S. One S? Well, I fucked up. <laughs> I-S-A-B-E-L-L-A.com. Uh, me and the internet don't know how to spell that. <laughs> you know, uh, it's a beautiful name, I- I- Isabella. Yeah. What is? It? Is there a meaning for it? Well, Mia means mine. Mine. Uh, yes. And uh, I guess Isabella is supposed to be beautiful girl or something like that. Nice, nice. Yeah. I think that's I nice. I thought it stood for big cock. Me. Well, <laughs> see. I changed the meaning. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We corrected on Wikipedia. Mandy stands for. <laughs> <laughs> she does have a big one. <laughs> you know. Uh, I just thought it was nice. It's it's not cocks, you know. It's an, it's not gigantic. Yeah, it is. It's, it's quite normal, but lovely and uh, and uh, and soft and nice. So uh, so uh, all right. Uh, I don't know why, why is that funny. Just I don't know. What? Am I mansplaining things? Mansplaining. Am I? Do people ever say transplaining? Transplaining. I've never heard that. That would be what Laverne Cox does. That's that would be really, there would be a lot of think pieces about that. <laughs> have you heard the term mansplaining? No, I have not. That's something that women say about men. I, I'm going to explain basically, this. Basically, when they, li- <laughs> when they, just, li- when they just, lie, is that yeah, what it is? Let me just inform you. Re- Wait, re- can you get a close-up of me while I do this? Yes. <laughs> well, let me tell you about mansplaining. 
Yeah. Uh, why don't you tell her what it is? Mansplaining is when bad men, because all men are bad, because they're part of the patriarchy, <laughs> explain things to us women who don't need men. So there. And you can speak into the microphone, too. Oh, fuck. Sorry. <laughs> I was so concentrated. I was so concentrated on the periscope. <laughs> Hi, Francesca, by the way. Yeah. Uh, how many how many viewers do we have on Paris? Oh, I don't want to say. Oh boy, it's in the hundreds then. <laughs> how many how many zeros? Right. There's uh there's uh yeah, five zeros. But yeah, so. and I noticed you uh starred in a film called Transsexual Babysitters thirteen. I did, yeah. Yeah. Oh and, god. And now now when obviously when you jumped on the transsexual babysitters uh franchise was in full swing. Mm-hmm. So uh, and you were kind of like jumping onto a moving train. Uh, so w- were you excited to be, uh, I don't know, like uh, sort of um, uh, entering into that uh, into, into that world? No, I was not interested at all, actually. I didn't want to do it at all. Why not? I was so tired of, of filming at that point. I had been, I wanted to retire years and years before that. And, but my publicist at the time was really like adamant about me continuously working. And, and I had, I was at the height of my career, I think. Yeah. So, I mean, I was getting so many offers at, she was just like, you're not taking a break. Like, you're in high demand right now. You need to be working all the time. Get out there like, and I don't want to shoot anything yeah. else. Right. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to shoot anything else. I don't want to hang with anybody else. I don't want to do anything. But she had already scheduled it. So I was like, fine, I'll do it. I, I never would imagine that your heart wouldn't be in it. But that's exactly what, when we talked to Mary Jean, and she was lovely. And she said that, and you're lovely too, and it's not a contest of loveliness. <laughs> but what was it? She, I, I was surprised that she likes doing porn so much. You know, because I thought like it'd be like a stripper. She has to say that. It's part of her image, dude. Well, she really seemed, I was fooled. I mean, but maybe that's wow. not that this hard to do. This is like emblematic of every like man's experience of porn ever. Right. No, there's there's no way she's faking. Right. Well, I mean, <laughs> I guess you're right. I guess we're just weak and stupid. What can I say? But at least she's honest. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> She's kind of out with the truth here. That's yeah. not very emblematic, is it? What's yeah. emblematic mean? <laughs> anyway. Uh, so uh, you, you you weren't into it that much. Here's the, uh, I, do you mind? I'm just going to read the, the first uh, transsexual babysitters. Uh, I bet when they thought of this, they were just like, ah, oh, this is going to be fucking big. It's uh, what happens when the babysitter shows up and she's even hotter than you dreamed because this guy was dreaming of a hot babysitter. <laughs> like we all are and she's uh, looking at you like she's ready to screw you go for it but there's something you didn't count on she's got a cock bigger than yours don't worry you're just in for some ball draining tranny madness Lord. so so whip it out and get it up Crazy. we've got four of the most beautiful transsexual tramps ever including fabulous cover girl Danielle and they love sucking dicks almost as much as uh, having you suck theirs and when it comes to ass fucking, you're in for a raunchy, jizz drenched night in Tranny Town. Oh, Lord. Maybe you can even drive her home. So that was the first one. Now, when we got to 25, this is oh, uh, this is transsexual babysitters 25, and and this is the description. The going rate for these sexy slutty tranny babysitters is a good hard fuck after bedtime. Oh wow. <laughs> That's oh, it. Okay. Uh, considerably less colorful, I thought. You know what I mean? It's right. Like they like, oh, we don't have to put any more work in it now. <laughs> Wait, why are we writing all this shit? Because uh, <laughs> no one cares. People are going to watch it. 
Do you know who the um, writer was on the copy at all? Mm-mm. Like who wrote that? No clue. It's not she like was, I know. I'm she not, was I'm, so I'm over. No clue. Uh, yeah, I thought it was gonna be like, well, <laughs> <laughs> you thought I actually, you know me better Sit than back. that. I only <laughs> have premises. I don't have punchlines. <laughs> mm. I, uh, I I thought it was uh, I thought it was interesting though. Uh, a tra- the, the transsexual babysitter. Uh, now, your career was how was was longer than average, right? Yeah, I've had a ten year career. Ten year career, and and in the seventies, men stayed uh, in porn for an average it says of twelve years. Women for nine. So now men, uh, it says average, uh, they quit after four and women after three. Well, that's kind of the, the case. Like I would do, I dipped my toe in and I did some pretty big projects and then I would disappear because I was in a relationship or whatever I was doing, living a normal life. I would disappear for a couple of years, maybe a few. Mm-hmm. And then my, my image was still very relevant and very top of the chain. So I, anytime that I wanted to come back, it was just like, you know, back to the the top of the food chain. You've I had suppose. a real charm career. <laughs> it's like always. So yeah, I would take like long breaks and then if I wanted to come back, so I wasn't like actively filming. I think in my entire career, I have like 10 scenes or 15 scenes that they DVD companies continued to recycle. So it made a bunch more DVDs. Oh, um, but okay. I have not even shot that much where most people I know have done like 500 to a thousand scenes, you know, like shooting all the time. I never did anything like that. <laughs> oh, I had like wow. the most, the min- most minimum scenes ever. Wow. But they just kept recycling my content. And uh, and and do you, is is there any enjoyment of it, or has there ever been? Uh, I'm weird because I go in as a character. Like as soon as I'm on set, I'm literally that character. So I switch off my own anything that my own personal desires, whatever. It's not me. It's simply that character. Um, so I'm actually quite robotic. But I make it look good because I have a, a nervous giggle that makes it sound endearing. Like I'm really, <laughs> oh my God. Um, but it's really a nervous habit. Ooh, I just had the same thing. But, <laughs> but it makes people feel like I was like, really into it. Um, <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> now, you had a chance to uh, meet Tyga's ex at one time. You, you know, oh, uh, yeah. Black China. He asked me to meet her a lot of times, and I, I wasn't into that. Oh, okay. So, so when you say meet her, he probably was trying to like... I don't know what the hell he was trying to do. I just wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't going to find out. <laughs> you didn't have that kind of openness? Like, well, what do you mean, get together? You I mean, mean I think I, I, obviously, I think I got the hint of what oh. it was. But, like, in my mind, there's going to be one queen in the castle. And if she's living in the castle, I don't want to go to the castle. I see. So you're not into the... Uh, no. Oh, wow. And every guy that's, like, I've dated that's high profile is always their epitome of the perfect relationship for them is to have me as a fiance and a gorgeous girl as a fiance. I have been proposed to and, and offered to be in at least three or four different relationships where the guy had his girlfriend and wanted me to be the secondary main girlfriend. The secondary main girlfriend? Yeah. That's, that's an insult. I'm sure insult. he had like girls outside of the, you know, us, but um, the most of them have tried to have like the perfect relationship to them was to have their trans girlfriend uh-huh. and their main chick girl well, they want to have, have us all. love each other and play with each other and giggle and laugh and pillow fight and me book the shit out of her i suppose <laughs> not my well thing. yeah it doesn't sound that bad really when you put it that way right but, i mean they'd rather that than have the girls sleeping with guys because in their mind it's a fantasy that they have and they I mean that that's the best of both worlds to have a girl like me mm-hmm. and to worry about the girl cheating on them or anything like that when they're gone on tours and things like that yeah because you have do us gotta... at home snuggling each other yeah that's never gonna happen <laughs> <laughs> nice try so what's your dream guy like what's your dream relationship like oh god i don't even think i have a dream type of guy um are you currently single i am now <laughs> i was dating a 
um, a world champion boxer before this. And when everything came out, he was quite upset about it because he had just proposed to me. And I told him no. He's like, oh, that's why you didn't take my proposal because you run around sleeping with this dude. And I'm like, oh, God. It's not like you're not running around screwing other girls. Like, get over it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I was dating a boxer and uh, was had been building a relationship with someone in the NFL for the past year who I was in love with. Oh boy! What now team? I'm Can you just tell me the team? They find me. These I don't know why. Like the boxer, I didn't know he, who he was for the first year. I thought he was actually a drug dealer because he was so flashy. And he'd never tell me what he did for a living. And I, I, we went out to a party um, one night in Hollywood. He, he wanted to go out and party and spend like fifteen thousand on champagne to you know impress me and make a fool out of himself. And um, after the party was over, my concierge host was like, "Oh my god, thank you so much for bringing you know dude in." And I'm just like, "What did you say?" And he told me who he was, and I was and I looked at him. And I was like. Oh, really? Like, I've been running around Hollywood with you, going to, like, you know, shopping malls and steakhouses and every paparazzi place you could think of. You weren't going to tell me. So if something popped off, like what happened with Tyga, I would have just been totally oblivious to the situation. I was not very happy with that. But they find me. And usually they, I, didn't, I don't know who they are until they tell me. Because you don't watch television. I don't watch television. But, well, yeah, what, what team was he on? I'm not going to say. Does it rhyme with Schmetz? No. <laughs> <laughs> No, and that, and for me, I think the reason why I took such an active role of being very quiet during the Tiger situation was I was trying to protect him, but more importantly, the man that I was really in love with, because people started digging, obviously, and I didn't want someone to do what happened to Tiger to the person I had really fallen in love with. And I think it was odd for me because I didn't expect people to have that big of a deal because it's never been a big deal in my normal life in the circle of people that I'm around. Mm -hmm. So I was actually probably just as shocked as anybody else was. Like, what do you mean? I can't date a rapper because I'm a trans. Like, well, you're in for a rude awakening, honey. I'm dating all of them. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you let anybody? Yeah, nobody's going to limit me. It's right. Yeah, I feel the same way. I'll date a rapper. Oops. Uh, that's a typical thing. I'm a dick. So uh, you, you are, uh, according to my research, you've a French, a Puerto Rican, and a Jamaican descent. Mm -hmm. And that's that's uh, certainly very exotic. <laughs> Is there like a quarter, uh, just kind of like redneck in there or something? I suppose. Yeah, I got a that. A little bit. Yeah, well, pretty much 100% that. <laughs> <laughs> How did you trace all that? Uh, well, it's just my relatives that I've met throughout my life, I suppose. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Makes it easy to kind of figure it out. I, I, I looked at, at this Wikipedia, uh, your Wikipedia entries. I have a Wikipedia? Yeah. It's probably inaccurate because <laughs> I didn't do it. It talks about uh, some of the, uh, I, don't, I don't know, like, a, I guess, surgery or something like that. Do you want to get into any? Oh, of Lord. Or no? Well, obviously, I've had plenty of plastic surgery. I did transform myself. <laughs> it. I just thought it sounds grueling, you know? I mean, it just sounds like it would have been such, uh, just well, an amazing commitment and an amazing... part of the... You know, transforming, being a transgender person, it's you have to transform it. So that's how that works. You, it, it actually means like you're 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 going through the transformation physically, mm -hmm. and so like, um, I think that for me personally, uh, it's it's such an it's an it's an I don't it's not a new thought exactly, but it seems like there's a lot of ways you can go wrong uh, in talking about it. Uh, people sometimes are like I'm old. So there's like an old fashioned way of speaking okay. that sometimes is so like, uh, would you mind talking about the transformation a little bit? What uh, would you want to know? Well, like, um, when did, uh, when did it begin and, and what was the first part of the transformation? Um, I think for most trans girls, it's like, I need my boobs done right away. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I want my boobs. I want to show off. Right. Um, so 18, I have my boobs done. Okay. Yeah. My family wouldn't let me do any surgeries before then, so. Okay. Yeah. And when did you decide, uh, you said they wouldn't let you do before, but when, when did you, when were you sure you were going to Five get boobs? Five years old. 
five. I knew that I was going to be a woman. You know, I knew that that was a gender role that I had, you know, chemically, mentally, and emotionally, that's what I was as a child. Mm-hmm. I was in that gender role. Um, so five years old, I knew, you know, what I was, but surgery, I, you know, I, as soon as I was old enough to get my boobs done, I knew I was going to get my boobs done. <laughs> 18th birthday. Yes. And, uh, yeah. And, and did you say, did you have to save up? I, I, I had a good job. I had a good job. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What was, what were you doing? I worked at the Verizon Corporation. Oh yes. Verizon. Yeah. Now was that covered on with like a $30 copay? No, <laughs> no that was all cash. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. So boobs and then, uh, and then what? And then um, after I was married, my husband um, paid for my first facial feminization surgeries. Mm-hmm. And I did that uh, when I was probably 21, 22. And, okay. Uh, and, and has there been a lot of progress uh, in, in that kind of a surgery? I, I, there must be in the last 20, 30 years. It's oh, like obviously. it's completely new. Yeah, uh, some of these girls are so stunning. Like I, I wouldn't even imagine that they were trans at all oh yeah. uh, and and but but even for you i mean at that time and then prior to that it's yeah, like and a great surgery yeah and and uh well that's good uh i mean because it's so i mean if it's fucked up it's fucked up yeah yeah you're wearing that for the rest of your life oh well, no you can always fix it well yeah i mean it'll I cost just, you a bunch more money i just look at meg ryan and i go wow it's <laughs> just a tragedy Yikes. yeah she was so she was so cute uh and uh well, I you know, and and so you went through the, the and so how many of those were there total? The f- feminization uh, surgeries. Um, in the first uh, surgery I had done, I had a mid facelift. Um, I had the nasal smoothed. I had a jawline amendment, um, and I had a chin reduction. And then the second time I had my face done, I added cheek implants. Um, and then a little bit more shaved down on my jawline, mm-hmm. or my chin. I mean, um, that was it. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. Well, uh, it's. I mean, you can't argue with the results. But <laughs> was it painful? Of course, it's surgery. Yeah, on surgery. Your face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like getting beat the hell up. But can I? Uh, <laughs> I look a jack o' lantern when I was done. <laughs> Still swollen face, mummified. There we go. Not that, glamorous. That's what I wanted. Just definitely a, a hideous thing going on when you're first out of off the operating table. Just, just wanted to hear you complain about it a little. <laughs> with you well my plastic surgeon knew i was married and my husband was a mobster so he didn't cross the line oh okay yeah. wow probably Jesus wouldn't have Christ. been a good idea <laughs> wow yeah. she's she's had like 19 lives oh gosh you know maybe it's and what was the mobster's name definitely not gonna tell you that oh, okay. <laughs> never what, tell that um is he a nice guy i mean he loved me a lot he yeah. definitely loved me a lot a little bit too much what was your weekly allowance Oh, I didn't have a weekly allowance. I had credit cards. I was a wife. Oh, <laughs> I didn't have a spending right. limit. Right, that's only for whores. Right. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to. I, what a what a rookie mistake. You know, I had Jesus multiple Christ. houses and cars, and you know, whatever my husband had, I had. It was mine. Nice. How like did you have a lot of um, like like fresh produce or like I was just trying to imagine what that kind of lavish lifestyle would be like. You can afford produce, <laughs> right? I don't know. You must be killing the game. You're amazing. <laughs> He fed what me was very the well. most like well you know how you hear about like gold-plated toilets and shit we like, didn't do all of that did you always fuck on piles of money or was that just like a wednesday thing no we didn't do any of that um i didn't even know that that was what his position was in life until the end of the relationship and that's why i left him because i felt like if i understand how that whole system works now but I, sanitation at that, time, yeah. at that point in time, <laughs> at that point in time i just thought to myself well what if, what if something happened to you 
you're my partner, you're my husband, if something happened to you and I'm not aware. And I understood, like, in his mind, I was a little girl. He was much older than me. He was 50 years old. I was only 20. Um, but, like, at his job was to keep me separate from whatever that world was, and I got it at the end. But I just couldn't fathom you not letting me be aware of the situation. So how do I protect myself if something happens? Or, you know, what if you go to jail and then there's I'm sitting here in poverty after living in five different houses with six different cars? And, I hear you, sister. You know, Justice once, you can ask about my business. I was pissed about that. Justice <laughs> once. <laughs> um, I have um, no a follow-up question, which is, um, has every man you've been with also like taken it from you with your penis no my okay. men usually that is not something that they desire i'm usually with super like alpha men that are overly um macho and aggressive do they just pretend you don't have a cock no i mean it turns them on to see that, they, that they're pleasing me that's kind of what it is uh, i think they can see they know they're pleasuring me that's Obviously, awesome something like they don't mind that and, and usually when i was in the relationships with these people it would come that would happen over time uh-huh like it was something oh, they see. would become yeah, yeah. comfortable with it wasn't because i had a right, cock right, that they right, wanted right. to be with me it was more so they loved everything about me and that just happened to be something that was a part of me god this is like the first time i've really kind of gotten i mean like it's all just like flesh you know what i mean yeah. like that's really interesting yeah that like someone could be like jerking you off be totally <laughs> heterosexual you know what i mean like yeah, when I mean, you think about they it they had already been in love with my femininity they were yeah. in love with my femininity they loved everything that about my sexuality um that was just something that happened to be a part of me that they would obviously become comfortable with much later on in time it's a gigantic did, feminine cock did, <laughs> did, did you ever i mean because obviously the main stereotype um is uh the idea of transsexuals tricking straight men like never that's a had big to do thing. that that's okay All right. never had to do that okay and, and i've always told any guy that i've been interested in right away right away gonna, first of all i'm not gonna waste time with you when there's like a line of other motherfuckers that want me that <laughs> is gonna tell you right now what it is fucking quote of you the know interview. yeah <laughs> i'm gonna tell you what it is and if you don't like it, then it's cool. There's like a whole bunch of guys like in line. So that is so <laughs> sexy. Your confidence. I love that. Yeah. That's well, you great. know why she's so confident? Because there's a fucking line. <laughs> right. They're well, I was going to say, well, I have a I have Talks a I, I always a say stick. that I have um like big dick dar, okay. you know. Right. <laughs> and it's people who have just this unwarranted confidence. Like, yeah. And, and I don't mean unwarranted like, you know, like obviously you have a lot of comp, uh, but like confidence rivaling fucking obama and putin <laughs> confidence talk softly and carry a big stick exactly. isn't that like a, one of those yeah big quotes? yeah, yeah. Mm. i love you pat big, <laughs> you have big dick dar you saying that's why i'm with is you, your big is, is your big dick dar just like ringing off the hook right now oh yeah yeah it i can barely be. see i'm blinded uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's yeah. like a, it's like a strobe light I also have another um, theory uh, that I wrote about for um, Penthouse Magazine, a gig I was hooked up via Lainey Spicer, right. um, uh, which is uh, BDL, an epidemic, which is big dick laziness. Okay. Uh, epidemic. Where, yeah, where you, you don't have any other skills. But you're a unique case because you don't really, you're not, you know, it's <laughs> not traditionally gendered, right? Right. I guess, I guess you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. yeah interesting. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, it did sound kind of lazy, actually, because you don't use it that much, right? You just. Uh... <laughs> I guess. I guess you're yeah, right. You're transsexuals are the ultimate in the BDL epidemic. <laughs> you're like a fucking spokesmodel. Uh, just uh, lay there. Like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did see. I think I did see uh, one scene on your. It was on your website, okay. and you have the. 
uh, the introduction, you know, and uh, it's uh, boy, it's like a compilation. It's just like a you know, there's just all these images, and one of them was, uh, I believe, uh, I believe you were fucking somebody in the ass. There was a fella, and uh, and he was saying something like, are, "Are you sure this is part of the test?" Uh, I love it. <laughs> oh god, I don't know. That is so hot. That's my next new fantasy is a guy doing that to me. That's great. Yeah. And it's part of a test. I remember that line. That was. Yeah, that's I great. Remember that scene. Are you sure this is part of the test? I yeah. love that. Shh. Yes, yes, it is. Yes. You're you're gonna get a good grade. <laughs> hmm. uh, oh yes, I do remember that scene. Okay. <laughs> as yes. soon as you said that. That oh was the next God. line. You triggered it. Yeah. Just like I remember a it. Nom vet. Yeah. Just well, what was happening shit. in the scene then? I was a teacher, obviously. Okay. Um, my student was, <clears throat> he was failing, and he was usually a really great, you know, kick-ass student, and he was distracted because he was lusting over me, and I was just like, let's just get this over with. I want some good <laughs> grades around here. Okay. Let's get this together. You have to get strict. Let's, let's do this. Crack the whip. <laughs> yeah, you look like a sexy, naughty teacher. Really? Yeah. <laughs> You I should just that. do solo. T- well, I mean, I guess you're retired, so. No, I mean, I, I'm gonna keep my site active. I haven't shot for in a while, but the I, site I'm is fucking active. <laughs> <laughs> and it's. Uh, I'm gonna shoot for that, but I won't shoot for other people because I don't own that content, and I won't get residuals off that. The good thing about having your own site is, even years later, I'm still receiving royalties and residuals. I hear you, honey. That's what I tried to find out for uh, Bell Knox, and, and um, doesn't give you more money after it's you shoot a very, scene, and you just get a scene fee. That's it's, it. It's it's um yeah, it's like the Lisa Ann model of uh, passive income continually that you are yeah, getting. Yeah. Income, yeah. I'm lucky. Yeah. Yeah. It's well, a- what's your biggest money maker? Is it your sex toy? Oh, those fucks owe me like millions of dollars. I never paid me a dime. Oh, so don't buy your sex toy. Don't buy the sex toy. Yeah. yeah oh, and if you're and if you're a great heads. lawyer out there that wants to help me get my money, that'd be great. You can take like thirty percent. Have they never paid you at all? And the contract, you know, the, they they violated terms. But I just I was not in a place where I wanted to be dealing with going to court and all that kind of stuff and being stressed about it. But now I think it's almost time to go pick up my check. Oh yeah, you could find tons of. Um, I mean, if there's millions uh, millions involved, they yeah. made a lot of money. They made a lot of money. They're still selling them. My toys are like four hundred dollars each. And it's, it's sold on Amazon and everywhere else. It's modeled like, after your penis? After every inch of my body. Trademark, my name. Just talk to Jim Polk, Mazzy and Polk. He'll make justice work for you. He's a great lawyer, and he's been, uh, wow, he's been, he, he, he's usually a criminal defense attorney. But I, but, I, but, I, but I think he can come after this money for you. Uh, it, it sounds like a conservative. He likes money. Well, that's his, that's the That's the main thing about him uh, as, as a lawyer. He's, uh, he's into the idea of having it. Now, uh, so it was every inch of your body? Is every inch of my body, from my toes to my hair follicles. So it's like a, 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 a doll. There's 13 products. 13 products. 13 toys. And you never got anything for that? Did no. they have to do... They paid me a modeling fee for my packaging. They violated terms of the contract. They didn't put my website name on the packaging, which should have continued to triple my uh, passive income for the site mm-hmm. for years. That's all I really wanted, even if they didn't pay me. My site would have tripled its income monthly. And for the past four years, I would have had a much bigger net you know, net income. It's too bad you're not still married to that gangster. Yeah, he would have <laughs> made so a big deal So they didn't put your name? Your, they, they did not. And that was in the contract. They did not buy, wow. They did not honor that at all. They kind of just so took sorry. me for a joke. Like after it was done, like, oh, fuck you. We don't have to do shit. You're not going to come fuck with us. Because they're you know, they a multi-million dollar corporations so. we're gonna get you your money i would love it what yeah. shitty corporation is this this is pipe dreams pipe dreams you it's, it, you were warned so. yes. yeah <laughs> i talked about it before on another uh, show that we had done 
um, before, but I never, I never even like, you know, went after it yet. Cause I was just dealing with so many other things in my life. I just like adding one more thing. is just too much. Yeah. I know. I'd, I'd like to go ahead. I noticed that you did the beige Philip jo- uh, show that, that Don- he is funny. Dante. Yeah. He's <laughs> he a pimp. Funny. He used to be a pimp. I yeah. guess he told you that. I didn't No, He didn't. He didn't mention that. No. I, I it's to my, yeah, I believe he was a, an actual pimp of, of horrors. And um, <laughs> did uh, which you are not. Did he? Did, but did he bring? Uh, did, he didn't bring that into the conversation. No. That's interesting. Yeah. So what did he? What did he want to know? What, I'm I'm curious. He just kind of. I think it really was because I didn't agree with his uh, his his uh, perspective of things from male's perspective because um, I obviously don't have that in a lot of ways. Right. Um, he was kind of trying to educate me to you know the plight of men and how they're just under uh, appreciated and and uh, going through so much more than women. <laughs> And I, obviously I wouldn't agree with that. So it kind of gave him a little bit of uh, anxiety that I would not, no matter what he did, you know, could con- con- convince me to side with him. But it was a great show. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, but that's wait, interesting. That's, yeah. that, that's Pat's show. Well, yeah. <laughs> but the, see, the thing is, I, 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 I keep that, uh, I don't say that. <laughs> I don't say that to guests. Oh, not in sorry. front of company. Sorry, sorry. I don't think that's true, that we have like so much more necessarily. But I, mean, I was I, just trying to make people laugh, honestly. I know. Yeah, good one. Uh, <laughs> good one, yeah. yeah. But uh, so you won. Can I, I want. I want to say this: uh, transsexual performer of the year, 2011. Uh, was that a big? Now, and, and, I and a couple if, of those. I think. Yeah, exactly. Uh, one is the Urban Urban Ten Award. One Urban X X Biz Award. I won Urban X. I won X Biz. I've won uh, awards for my toy line. Editor's Choice. Oddly enough, Toy Line of the Year. Mm-hmm. Um, I won. Yeah, Editor's Choice from Night Moves. Um, Got quite a few awards. And so when you when you win something like that, performer of the year, I mean, uh, that's that I get that's a, what an honor, you know, to yeah. be uh to 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 be that much of a of a standout. Uh I uh do you do, do you get a trophy? Oh yeah, I've got a bunch of really awesome uh glass awards and stuff like that. I have three X-Biz awards and uh, Night Moves and Urban X and I think a couple of other ones. Yeah. Is it- uh, go ahead. Oh, is it possible to get fucked with the uh, trophies? Oh, you do not want to sit on those. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> See, I think that's a that's a flaw yeah, in it's design. Like a, Cause why wouldn't they do that? That seems perfect, right? I, I'm sure that the idea. If of I got an Oscar, the very first thing I would do would be fuck myself with it. Well, that's that's dildo shaped. Yeah. Okay. Right. This is a, this is a this is a classy deal. Okay. <laughs> sorry. They're sorry. not going to give you a award and be like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Jesus, with this <laughs> penis award. Do you ever, um, have you ever, uh, like, masturbated? All the time. Right, yeah. Have That's you e- ever masturbated? What do you masturbate to? I don't want to talk about it. I'm a little twisted, too. What if I told well, you a okay. secret? No. You're in a safe place. She's like, what if I tell you a secret? Just come on. Just say it. Uh, what do I think myself. about? I guess I think about uh, <laughs> so, naked ladies. Well, okay, so here's, 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 a, here's a softer way into it. When you go to RedTube or Xhamster or whatever the fuck site you I use, I do not use free porn sites. I, do I oh, okay, buy your porn. Buy your porn. Okay, so when I you mean. have your credit card out to purchase wow. porn at miaisabel.com. <laughs> Where do you go? At miaisabel.com. Oh yeah, when you're masturbating to yourself and you're paying yourself money to buy right. porn at Mia Isabella porn. <laughs> right. Yeah. Which of your videos do you choose to jerk it to? You know what? Actually, my favorite scene is the one that I did. With the um, it was actually modeled after the fact that we were putting together a book publishing deal, and so we had the deal almost pretty much done. And so my fantasy was to imagine having this super hot literary agent that you know was reviewing my book project. And we ended up having like the most amazing hot sex scene that was really great. And you were like, "This isn't part of the test." (laughs) 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 
well. You're supposed to be reviewing my book. I've never done copy editing like this before. Right. That's an M dash, you say? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you need to work on that proposal there, Statmiller. Now, uh, well, I guess we, gosh, we're probably, uh, I feel like things are just getting fun, but we uh, we probably are all kind of I out of time. Right? Yeah, a party, yes. Boy, where, can I come? Of course. Okay, great. <laughs> That's the end of the show. Uh, where, t- tell me everything that we need to know. I'm going to make sure that it's out there loud and clear. Your site. My site, mia-isabella.com, social media. That would be Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, the T-H-E, Mia Isabella, M-I-A Isabella. Um, I hopefully will get a new publishing house to finish this book project and uh, working on doing some more mainstream stuff. I'd like to do some movies and television stuff and see where I can take all this. You know. Well, yeah, absolutely. And, and, and it will, I know I'll be looking forward to that. That's and the propane clothing. Make sure that you get one of the shirts that will be helping with trans youth educational scholarship I'd like to start. And uh, yeah, meet me at headquarters tonight. My party headquarters tonight. Yes. Oh, fun! I, oh, that's I, tonight. I, yeah, yep. I only this wish that this won't come out uh, soon enough. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, I, how often do you go there? I usually I always do a party at headquarters when I'm in New York. I like going there. It's how fun. often do you make it here to New York City? Um, I try to come every few months. Okay. Um, Lainey, of course, would like me here all the time, trying to get me to move here, but <laughs> yes, <laughs> I do. don't like the cold. Please. If I was living uh, here, I'd be working all the time. But uh, you know, I don't like the cold weather. That's worth it, though. New York City's great. Where do you I, live? I, I, obviously, I live West, in LA. LA, right? Of yeah. course. Yeah. And what's your address? <laughs> <laughs> I told you. Hollywood Hills, down Man- the street from Charlie. Mandy <laughs> Statmiller. News for Mandy Statmiller. I totally just stole like one of Pat's go-to's during his live stand-up. <laughs> yeah, it's what. Well, <laughs> don't get that out there. That's the most oh. stock thing you could possibly say. Fuck. You stole the hackiest joke in existence. <laughs> <laughs> Which you've seen me do every set. Uh, wh- what do you want to talk about? Ryan Cast and, and uh, Newswear Podcast, I guess. Uh, people can follow me on my respectable Twitter, which is at Mandy S-T-A-D-T. Mm-hmm. I just it. wanted to get the word respectable in there because I feel like I have declassed this entire interview. You were nothing but a gentleman, and I was just like making juvenile jokes just as we planned <laughs> good cop bad cop yeah exactly <laughs> uh, well it's uh, it, it has been a pleasure talking to you thank uh, you Mia, and, and uh, I'd like to tell these people now let's see you are doing Desperation Tonight at Gotham did I tell you that Desperation Tonight it's going to be at Gotham and it's going to be November uh, 11th can so you come buy there tickets? at 930 yes you can you can buy them at my website uh, uh, nyc.com. Nobody's listening now. That's why we don't yeah. care about how yeah, this sounds. Yeah. It's, uh, they're, they're long gone. Let's see. CrimeReport.nyc. That's what you need to look at. Uh, and, and thanks for being here. Uh, Mandy, uh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Mia, thank you for listening to the City Crime Report. Is it over?